2: Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, I I, I don't think you're going to lose a hockey game ever again for the rest of your life. That's just my thought.
0: <laughs> I, I actually did lose one yesterday, but it, it was still even close. I won't won run yesterday, yeah. um, but but that uh, that Chicago Vegas game uh, it made my day right there. I mean, I hit hit on that one. Uh, hockey's been good to me. You, what but what I'm really excited about today, of course, is meaningful NBA basketball. <laughs> Not not to say that the game on on Saturday wasn't meaningful, but it kind of played out almost as a, how I said it is. It was a four point game, and, and that's how it was, ended up. It ended up being a four point game, and you could tell that the Blazers wanted to win, but in in their eyes, you could still say it's like, well, we still have tomorrow just in case. And I hate that. I mm. hate when mm. it's just like, eh, you know, if we lose, it's not like Memphis was playing as if it was the the final game of the season for them, and they came up short, but. Yeah. Still, uh, for the guys that bet on Memphis, uh, <clears throat> uh, you, you made some money. Fools. Is that the end of the show? Oh, shit. That's it? <laughs> that's, oh,
2: no. You said that's it. Uh-oh. Uh, all right. Panther, get in here. What's going on, dude? Uh, I
3: did, I actually watched that game, and it felt like – it really did feel like, as Max described it, like, they, at one point, Portland was up, like, 14 points in the second quarter, and I was like – I'm sitting here kind of beating my chest. like, yeah, Portland's going to just – Stomp a you know foot in their ass, and then Memphis came back. Jay Morant got really really hot, and ended up with thirty five points for the game. But um, yeah, I I want you know I think we all kind of agreed we thought Portland would win. I just wanted them to cover that damn six points because you know it's always it's me and Max. It's just I can't I don't like it when Max is better than me. So <laughs> that one stuck a crawl in my ass. But um, well, yeah, twenty yeah, twenty just good. hasn't
2: been your year then at all in any level then has it?
3: This is, you know, since the COVID, since we came back, I've actually fared pretty yeah, well. Yeah, you're
2: doing pretty well. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. we're no, we're none of us are, Max. Well, because well, I, don't, I don't
3: follow hockey. Yeah, Max, Max has an yeah. advantage because he's it's... got his, his hockey plays. But God, no <laughs> shit. It was, it was a decent weekend, so not, not too bad. But, man, I don't like anything today. Baseball sucks.
2: All right. Well, we may <laughs> we not to get too much of that. Rich, what's going on? Mr. Pugilist here.
4: Yes, Mr. Pugilist. Uh, the bubble is going to burst today. And the NBA is going to get real. So I think you're going to see some defense maybe played finally. And I'm looking forward to the playoffs. All of my models actually working the way they're supposed to with teams actually doing things they're supposed to do. So should be a really fun day today. Fun couple of weeks. And I actually have a lot of things on the table today. So I hope we have a long show.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, shit, then we better get right to it. Let's let's start in the NBA. Let's just do it. We're gonna look at let's look at the uh, Utah Jazz. Denver Nuggets opened up. Nuggets minus two and a half max as it sits now. Nuggets are minus four and a half.
0: Ooh wee man! Uh, Jazz have absolutely struggled in the bubble. We've talked about it on the show. Facing a, a very loaded Denver team. Uh, Jazz missing Mike Conley, missing Bojan Bogdanovic, but I mean they still have Donovan Mitchell. And he has put up big numbers. He put up big numbers against Denver a couple weeks ago in that double overtime loss. Uh, for the Nuggets, you're just looking at Michael Porter Jr. Been absolutely sensational in the bubble right now. He's made up for some of the the, the loss of, of depth to the Denver team. Everything goes through uh, Nikola Jokic though. And he plays very, very well against Rudy Gobert. When you're looking at the Jazz, the the major issue there definitely is their bench. Their bench has just been absolutely horrible. So if you're matching bench against bench, they're just going to get slaughtered in that second team. But Utah can put up a lot of three-pointers, and that is something that Denver has trouble guarding against. I like this game when it was, what, opened at minus three for Denver. I like Denver then. I do not like it now. I will lean Utah here. I'll take those points and, and just lean the Jazz.
3: You know, the the Jazz's struggles in the bubble are well documented, but the Nuggets haven't exactly been successful. They've lost four of their last five, and the one win was a double overtime two point win against this Jazz team. Um so I just I've liked the Nuggets all season, but this whole bubble thing, I don't think they've gotten on board either. No Will Barton, no Gary Harris. I get it, Michael Porter Jr. has been playing well, but the whole thing I've been jumping on all season is how great their bench is, how deep they are, and they lose a lot of that depth without Barton and Harris because they're big parts of that rotation. Uh, I'm with Max. Like, I liked it at 2.5 or 3. I don't like it at 4.5. I'm just going to lean the nuggets here.
4: Well, Max alluded to it, since uh, Barton and Gary Harris have been out, Denver's really struggled to defend a three, especially inside the bubble. And the uh, coach for Utah says they're going to cast a lot of threes today. So looking back at their history, uh, it's been since 2018 since I think Utah lost to Denver by more than four and a half uh, points. I'm actually going to bet Utah today. I'm taking the Jazz. I'm taking the four and a half. And I also think there's a pretty good chance that this game is going to go over 215 and a half. Okay. Got
2: gotcha you in. Over 215. Okay. Man, yeah. Kind of same boat as you guys were in. I, I really liked it when it was much lower. I don't like it now that it's four and a half at Pinnacle 5 over at Bet 365. So, whew. yeah, give me a lean on the Jazz as well. Although, you know, I. Quinn Snyder. <laughs> i've watched him choke in in, in playoffs before back when he was at missouri so we'll see
0: we'll see all
3: right that's some significant movement is is the money and public heavy
2: on denver Max, you have that pulled up i don't have that pulled up right now
0: i it was it was before yeah there there was a a tremendous amount of money coming in on Denver. I, th- I think it might have actually been more. Mo- I think the Sharps might have been on Denver. Um, I'll, I'll pull it up real quick uh, while well, we do excellent radio. This is this is how we do fantastic radio people. Uh, yes, the majority of the money is on Denver. Uh, a good portion of the public are as well, but, but the Sharps are heavy on Denver right now. There
2: you go. Even if it was a trap, traps in the NBA don't necessarily matter. We know that.
3: <laughs> well, I wasn't necessarily, I, I was thinking of trap or anything. I just noticed, you know, we're going for two and a half and you're saying it's going to go up to five for for a line to double this early in the morning.
0: Um, just wanted to see what was going on. So I, to, I don't say the percentages of the money, but let's just say, you know, a handful of people have have bet on Utah.
4: <laughs> I'm one of them. I'm on my island by that myself, it. Yeah, which works <laughs> out pretty well.
0: So. Rich just betting that, that just kind of ticked the money. I moved to, the like, line
2: Rich all by myself. <laughs> They're listening. As they should be. All right. Next game up. Nets Raptors. Nets opened up plus nine and a half. They're plus 10 now on almost every single book.
0: I messaged Arch last night and I said, I want a piece of this game immediately. I didn't want to wait until the morning because I know there's no question that the Raptors are a very good team. They are the reigning NBA champions, and they're still a damn good basketball team, despite not having Kawhi Leonard on the floor. Pascal Siakam has taken that leap from last season. He is this team's MVP, and he's not alone. Uh, Toronto is an absolutely stacked team, but Brooklyn's not going to be an easy out here. In fact, I think they, they're kind of a nightmare matchup. Even without Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, and Spencer Dinwiddie, this team is going to cause fits for the Raptors. Karis Levert has been absolutely amazing in the bubble. And then guys like Joe Harris and Jared Allen have also stepped up. I think the big loss here to me, though, is Dinwiddie. I think Dinwiddie and Levert together were sensational. And now the Raptors defense only needs to focus in on one big playmaker. But this line is way too big for me. I think they're giving a lot of faith in Toronto. Toronto is notoriously slow to start in playoffs, especially in game ones of series. I'm going to bet Brooklyn here. I'm going to take those points.
3: Yeah, not only are they slow to start, but their last four—they've won their last four games, none of which were by nine and a half or ten points. So, I—I'm with you. I think Brooklyn the fact that it's even gone from nine and a half to 10 says even the public and probably some money's jumping on Toronto. Hell, I hope it gets a 10 and a half or 11 because I'll jump on it then too, but I'm with you. The double digit in the playoffs, Brooklyn's not the worst team in these playoffs by a long stretch. Um, That's a bet for me too. I'm on the bets.
4: Then make it three for three. I'm on the Brooklyn bets too, especially at 10 points. I I look back and Toronto's only beaten, uh, the Brooklyn bets by 10, three times in the last 10 meetings. So, and that's when they had and in, in, even in their championship season. So I, I think 10's too many. I kind of get the sense that Vegas is heavily waiting the, the uh, favorites on the opening day of the playoffs, expecting a lot of money to come in that way. So maybe uh, they're juicing up the lines a little bit, but I'm definitely on the Brooklyn bets too. count me in three for three. Are we going to make it the French kiss of death?
2: I think we are going to make it the French kiss of death. I love Brooklyn plus 10. I, I- I mean, there's, in my mind, there's no doubt Toronto wins. There's no doubt they win the game. There's no doubt they win the series. Brooklyn's going to take a lot out of them, I think. Um, Toronto's going to win by six, right around there. So I got four points to play with. I'm doing it. I'm taking the bets as well.
0: Yeah, the, the one thing to, to be wary about here, now that, now that we've already doomed everyone with this French kiss of death, is that the public is on Brooklyn right now, slightly. The public is slightly on Brooklyn right now and the money is heavily on Toronto. So okay. it does it does look like the sharps are coming in, but with the majority of the money on there, the line is moving accordingly. So no trap, nothing like that. It's just every time you side with the public, you feel just a tad bit dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. Oh, by the way, just uh, just throwing it out there, Brooklyn to win the series plus 1400 if anybody wants a piece of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> Yeah, how, I'm, how, I'm how,
3: not like how, how much money do I have to tie up for a week to make a hundred bucks? Three thousand.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like my Milwaukee Bucks play last I, year. I, I, but no, I. But honestly, I would probably say there's more value in betting Brooklyn at at the fourteen hundred than than laying three thousand yeah. for the one hundred. Yeah, anything happened. I mean, Pascal Siakam could get injured, and that that could really just think about that. That could be devastating against a a, a dangerous team like Brooklyn. So. I, I'm not seeing the value of, of course, of betting Brooklyn, but, but I'm just saying. All right. Next up, we got
2: the 76ers and the Boston Celtics. Celtics opened up five, minus five and a half, excuse me, and they are minus five and a half now.
0: Uh, ben Simmons, of course, is out for the 76ers. But if you're expecting Philadelphia to just roll over and let Boston into the next round, you are sorely mistaken. Uh, Joel Embiid, if healthy, and that can sometimes be a big if is going to put up such a goddamn fight in this series. If the Sixers can really figure out how to coexist him and Horford together, that front court mismatch is just way too problematic for Boston. Uh, Philly, I believe is is, is a better offensive team without Simmons on the court, especially from a shooting percentage and Boston has trouble defending uh, against a team like Philly. So I like Boston. Of course, you know that I'm a homer, they have really good weapons. What Boston does so well is they're not a deep team, right? They, like, when I speak of Boston's depth, it's not because they have a lot of players. It's how they do their rotations, though, is at any given point in the game, they have two or three good players on the court. And that is something that Stevens just does so well of being able to create these second slash third teams with star players on the court. I don't think Philly has enough to match up there. I love the Celtics here. That line is just way too tad high for me. I'm going to lean Boston here. I still think they can get it done, uh, but I'm not pulling the trigger.
3: Man, I'm just kind of disappointed here. We, We used love the Celtics and then lean. I just really... Really disappointed in your Max. Go ahead, maybe, maybe, maybe
0: Philadelphia I, bet. Go ahead and make your Sixers bet. Go ahead. Just do
3: maybe, it. Maybe I could talk you into it. Yeah, you know, look, listen, I, I've been bashing the Sixers all season long about their inability to win away from home. Um, they're away from home, the entire bubble the whole thing. They, you know, the three of the, they've lost three of their last four games, but they were competitive. Like they, they were right there. I get it, no Ben Simmons. He's kind of the catalyst that makes this thing move, not so much from a scoring perspective, but from a point guard perspective perspective. perspective. Um, I, I just think he's too valuable. Embiid is going to go off. I wouldn't be surprised if Embiid puts up 30 and 15 almost on a nightly basis because of that lack of big man presence for the Celtics. But you get away from the Embiid and the the center part (laughs) of it, the Celtics just have too many weapons, too much ability to score. I think they can cover the five and a half. I'm going to bet the Celtics.
4: Wow. Maybe uh, he's going to be on Island. I don't know. (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm going to lean Boston. Philly has won four out of five, the uh, the last five meetings against Boston and uh, they did get blown out last time they played. I do think Ben Simmons is a big part of it, but I, I do expect Philadelphia to put up a good fight, but I think at the end Boston will probably win this game in the closing minutes. It's a little too tight for my liking. Um, Especially with the injuries, and I'm not quite sure what Philadelphia is going to do. There's some talk that they're going to put a defensive guy in there to start who can't score, which I think would only help Boston. Uh, But in the end, I'm going to lean Boston for now because the 5.5 is right on my number.
2: Yeah, it's really, it's right there too for me, almost on the nose. I'm just going to lean Philadelphia here. I've got, yeah, I, I have to take the points if it's that close. I don't like this game. I don't want to bet this game, but it's definitely a lean for me.
0: And, and you're going to get six. You're getting, starting to get six in some books. The okay. money and public are all over Boston right now. It's going to start shifting to six. I'd say it almost every single book, very soon.
2: Boston is a minus four twenty five to take the series, though. So that's a pretty that's a pretty big number.
0: I yeah, I, I do think. And I think. I think Boston has the series. I I just don't think it's going to be easy. I what I was looking at too is it's it's interesting is a lot of people are saying 5 or 6. So if you can, you can bet Boston win 5 or 6 I'm just saying like it, 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 Embiid's going to get injured at some point and that's going yeah, right, right, to shift that's right. what's yeah. going to happen, right? Yeah. We know yeah. it. Embiid's going to like go all out in games 1 and 2 and just like have an ankle injury in game 3. So
3: Yeah. yeah especially if they're
0: down two games to none. Yes, right, right. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. There goes his ankle. His back. He's just uh, there. Goes Brett Brown out the door. Right. Mm.
2: All right. This last game is going to test everybody's uh, fortitude here. Dallas at, or I shouldn't even say at Dallas playing Los Angeles Clippers. Opened up minus six. They are minus six now
0: another one, man. Dallas, uh, I was talking about the Nets being a dangerous seven seed. Dallas is probably one of the more dangerous seven seeds I've ever seen. It's, it's not just because they have these star players and Donchets and Zingas, but overall points per game differential. They are ranked sixth mm. in the league, not sixth in the West, sixth in the league. And I know a lot of that was in the before times. And looking at recency, the team has not looked very good. But a lot of that has to do with minor injuries. A lot of that has to been... The fact is that they've locked into a playoff spot and taken time off and resting. The Clippers, on the other hand, they went 5-3 and three in the bubble. Two of those losses were very close. One to, to opening night, if you will, against the Lakers, which they should have won that game. Uh, rewind the clock. LA beat the Mavs a few weeks ago. Kawhi Leonard had a very, very good game. But Porzingis and Doncic looked absolutely stellar. If they do that again today... It's it's there's no way that the Clippers cover this one. I am definitely leaning Dallas with the points here. I can't pull the trigger on a bet, but I think it's too many points.
3: Yeah, I think the health of everybody comes into play. You know, Porzingis is still listed as day to day. I expect him to play. Um, and then that bench for the Clippers uh, is kind of the deciding factor for me. They've got a much deeper team than Dallas. I hope you know Mark Cuban over the next few years gets. Luca and Przingis some help um, because you know in today's NBA two players isn't enough in my opinion to get it done Um, but they're going to fight these guys are fighters they're young they're athletic they're really good I just think the Clippers have too much Um, so it's only going to be a lean for me but I'm going to give up those six and lean the Clippers
4: yeah, for me, Porzingis is uh, is the key for which way I'm going to go. So I'm going to wait until I get a confirmation. He's right now probable, so I think that probably means he does play with, I think, a sore heel. Um, if he doesn't play, I would definitely be on the Clippers, but I would also expect that line to move. So I'm going to lean Dallas right now because my computer is telling me they have a really good chance to win this game. Uh, so I'm leaning Dallas, expecting Porzingis to play, and I think the six might prove to be a little bit too much.
2: Yeah, it is too much. I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet Dallas plus the six. I like it. I think Dallas can keep it within six. I th- It's closer to four and a half as it sits now. We've got to keep an eye on injury news, of course. But yeah, I like Dallas an awful lot. All right. So that's it. <laughs> See how long, Yeah, we've been going pretty pretty good here. Why don't we just make one bet each in, in whatever we got left, and then we'll post everything else on the website. Sound good? Sounds great. Okay. Sounds great. Cool. Works. All right. Well, Max, what, what do you got? Yeah, uh, let me uh, open my NHL tab first.
0: Just God. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 What yeah, do you like? yeah, That's yeah. where I'm going. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, uh, let's look at Bruins at hurricanes here. Uh, Boston saw their starting goalie just leave the bubble. He had family reasons. It was right before game three. I had money on the Bruins right before game three and they came out and won. Uh, they're going to turn once again to Halleck and goal. And I, I think that's fine by me. They they now have a consistent plan. They have a, a, a way forward. There's no distractions. This team is going to start playing like that Boston Bruins team that was in the before times, before all this stuff happened. And they started to look that way in game three, even without Pasternak in the lineup. Their defense just came out really hard on Carolina. And honestly, the Hurricanes will have to play a flawless game tonight to beat the Bruins here. So you're telling me Boston at... Minus one twenty six. I had it before one twenty five. Yeah, right around there. One twenty three. That's that's beautiful. That is a perfect money line. Uh, a perfect line for you to bet uh, a favorite. Um, um, I'm sorry to, to bet a, a negative line on. So I will take Boston as the favorite here.
3: Yeah, I did glance at some hockey today. I noticed that line. I almost felt like it was a little giftish, possibly. Um, but yeah, that's it's it seems like it's right there. I, I it's only a lean for me. I don't bet a lot of hockey, especially when it's not one of my teams, but that seems like the the play to to be on, so I'll lean the Bruins with you.
4: Yeah, looking at the stats, Boston has the edge all the way around for the most part. I agree with Max. How can you not agree with Max when it comes to hockey? But <laughs> <right? laughs> well, I'm gonna bet
2: Boston. Oh, we're just going to bet Boston. I'm just going to bet Boston. Yeah. I got to lean Boston here. I'm not crazy about that. I, you know, open minus 106 both sides.
0: I assume the money just drove that up significantly. Yeah. Money, money's coming yeah. in Boston. And, yeah. and it's, again, the, the Bruins are getting these favorable lines because they haven't looked great in the bubble. They right. went 0 and 3 in that round robin. They got beaten that first game uh, against uh, Carolina and. They, they, uh, I'm sorry, they, they barely beat, uh, beat Boston. Uh, they barely beat Carolina in the first game. They got beaten that second game. So that by game three is like that line was just like eh for Boston. I think, uh, I think they win again. Okay. Yeah. It's just a lean for me on Boston, though. So that's good. All right. Panther,
2: give us your one, one, one pump dump here. God, you know what?
3: As fate would have it, I scoured and scoured the baseball lineup today, and I could only come up with one game. Oh, I I don't like baseball at all. But the one game is going to be the Red Sox at the Yankees. The Yankees have finally kind of righted their ship to be the dominant team that we expect them to be. Boston has actually turned out to probably be worse (laughs) than I thought they would be. And I thought they would be pretty bad. Um, (laughs) They're going to throw what looks like might be their ace tonight. in Martin Perez, um, that's how bad the Red Sox rotation is. They're just, it's not good. The Yankees have Jordan Montgomery out there. We could probably throw uh, Maximus Prime out there and they'd still score 13 runs. Um, it's you know get the Yankees at like a minus one fifty seven. I'm seeing seems about as affordable as you can get. So I'm
0: going to jump on it. I'm going to take the bet the Yankees here. Seems a little too affordable, right? <laughs> for, for for one of the best teams in baseball against one of the worst yeah. teams in baseball. Pitching's horrible. The pitching's just terrible. <laughs> but with the money coming in on New York, uh, that line has actually gotten it's had better for them. It's gotten a little worse for the Red Sox. I'm not I'm not calling it a trap. Someone else can call it a trap. Uh, I would just, I would stay away from this one, man. I think, I think, uh, I, I hope you're right. I, th- I think the Yankees should win this one. And again, when you get the Yankees against one of the worst teams in the league at at minus one fifty six, it's it seems like a really, really nice play there. Just a little too nice for me. I, I'm off this one. I'm going to avoid this one like the plague, or you know, COVID or something. <laughs>
4: Whatever's rolling around these days. I, I'm betting the Yankees. You're actually getting value on a run differential basis with the Yankees today. And on paper, Perez looks like he might have a little bit of a matchup pitching wise, but he's two and two and five starts with the Yankees with a 10 ERA. The Yankees have been able to hit him. Montgomery, on the other hand, against Boston's two and two with a 338 ERA. I'm all over the Yankees on this one. Gift, trap, whatever it is. You got one of the best
2: teams versus one of the worst teams. I'm taking the Yankees. I'm kind of, I'm kind of in Max's boat here. I don't like this minus 157. I don't like it that I could bet this game all the way up to my like minus 200. Yeah, yeah, I don't like this at all. I'm gonna stay off this game. I mean, I'd lean the Yankees because who gives a fuck about a lean? But I'll, I'll lean the Yankees. But something, buck, 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 yeah, whatever, whatever. You're getting plus one. You're getting plus one twelve. You're getting plus one twelve on a run line. None of this is red flags to anybody.
3: No. Uh, okay.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Not at all. I
2: think.
3: Yeah, the Yankees could put the Yankees could bench Stanton, Judge, Frazier. They could bench them all and still beat the Red Sox. So I'll take it.
2: Uh, you're probably right. You're probably going to look like a genius for taking a minus 157 favorite, but yeah, something smells. All right, Rich.
4: What your well, you you're going to put it on me? I was going to go with the Yankees, so you stole my. Uh, but I'm going to go with our our favorite drama. I, I'm going to bet Colorado. <laughs> they're 150 they're plus 144 against Houston Houston got fat on Seattle so I don't know if that really means anything I'm getting value on the run differential and the power ranking and Freeland the pitcher is pitching more like he did in his second year when he was fourth I think in Cy Young or fifth in Cy Young voting the kid from Houston is a good pitcher he pitched well in the minor leagues he's pitching well in the pros i just feel like i'm getting a little too much value which seems to be the case with colorado and they have let me down a few times but like i said i think freeland's coming back to his form and it should be a close game all the way through and and
0: and i'm just taking colorado um, i'm i'm not a fan of this one it's just uh, the, the sharps uh, hammering houston right now like that money just keeps coming in on houston so uh, I, I I'm I'm with you. I'm leaning the Rockies as the value play here, but when I see the sharps acting like that, uh, they know something that I obviously don't. So uh, like the value of the Rockies, but it's scaring me off.
3: Now, uh, one of the interesting thing about the Rockies is they've actually been really good away from Coors Field. So they're you know they finally get away, um, and they've struggled against their own Western Division playing Houston might be a reprieve from them. They're not getting one of the big aces and you know, Grinky or Verlander. Um, so I kind of with you, um, but it's just gonna be a lean for me. Cause I told you I hated pretty much everything out there, but I'll, I'll lean the Rockies.
2: All right. I, you know, I like, uh, I like Colorado as well. I'm going to bet Colorado. I think they can cover it. I think Max is seeing maybe not sharp money. He's seeing oil money. There's a lot of money down in Houston. He's, he's uh, seeing old <laughs> he's seeing old Earl Haffer here, you know, <laughs> throwing money down. This is
0: one guy. It's yeah, the right, guy yeah, yeah. Bet. Exactly. J.R. <laughs> Ewing is
2: fucking throwing money here. So
0: Yeah, but I, I, I like it. You, we talked about that before, too, in some, some markets where you're just going to inherently get bets. Like, uh, like is 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 this line for for boston and the yankees just because the fact that people in boston are just betting the red sox just because they hate the yankees yeah. you don't know that you, you don't know that and, and houston it, it really could be this one schmuck with uh too much money to, <laughs> to spend all
2: right and yeah so uh you touched on my game rich i don't have a whole lot else i really loved in uh baseball i i kind of was leaning the royals but not quite plus 183 against the twins maybe maybe there's a little value there but not a lot should be an interesting game too today between
4: the two because uh, there was a little bit of bad blood at the end of the game yesterday so i think that would be fun watching sergio romo talking some crap to um the kansas city team after striking out the side to get the save both teams seem a little fired up I, i is there an over-under
2: on uh, Hitch batsmen today? I can never find that line because everybody wanted a piece of those Astros. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So we touched on everything. Everybody got their bets in. Max, if, 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 if you guys have other stuff, please post it over on the website so everybody can see
0: it. That's it. That is it. Yes. Head over to that website. dot I just posted all of my NHL write ups, all of my NBA write ups, and I pretty much covered every single MLB game as well. I think there was only two that I didn't touch upon because I didn't have lines on them. But so there's write ups on the site already. So head over there. That once again is absolute let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, PodTel, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to this at, please. High is rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. It is Monday. Rich, any final words?
4: Well, you know, you've heard it said before that friends don't let friends drive drunk. Well, friends don't let friends bet without absolute degeneracy. Max has been on fire printing money Um Don't be greedy, folks. Tell your friends about us. Let them know on Twitter. Let them know on Facebook. Let them know on Instagram. However you communicate. In the line at the grocery store, let them know. Panther, take us home.
3: AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Just say it over in your head. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, whatever. But this is the place to be. Max is on fire. Rich is on fire. I'm kind of like smoking i guess a little little steam maybe but hey this is where we're hanging out this is where the shits talk this is where the information's posted so get on there let us know what you did yesterday what you're gonna do today and when it's all said and done kids
1: make some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations